It's the Sunday Chronicle on Stax 92.1. It's the Sunday Chronicle. We gon' give the news and keep you up to date. From crimes to the politics, you gon' know what's up around your way. We give two thumbs up to everyone out here doing their thing. We gon' show men love to all the ones working hard in communities. It's the Sunday Chronicle. Good morning and welcome to the Sunday Chronicle. I'm your host, Giannis Jackson, coming to you from Stax 92.1 FM. This is the platform for the community because community knows what community needs. I'd like to thank you for being here again bright and early on this Sunday morning. I'm always glad to have my listeners and I hope you will uh, catch me via podcast or, or excuse me, streaming on Apple Podcasts if you miss it live. But anyway, I'm happy to be here today. I'm very excited about my guest today. Today, the sponsor for the show is Lansing City Clerk, the office of Lansing City Clerk, Chris Swope. And he's here with us today to talk about his position and what he does and his special focus right now coming into election season. So I'm going to give it away to my special guest and my friend, Chris Swope. Thanks for being here today. Oh, thank you so much for having me here this morning, Giannis. I'm so excited to be on your show, and congratulations on the show. Thank it's you. It's so great. It's what the community needs. Thank you. This is episode 33. Wow. 33. So... It's been a year since we've been on the air with Stack, so I'm very happy to say that. And I'm happy that my dad had the vision for this because I didn't think a year from now I would be doing this. And it was two hosts before me in just a period of like two months. Wow. And so I hosted my first show in December of last year. So I'm approaching my full year on the air, and I'm approaching uh, a year just uh, – of, of meeting more people in the community, continuing to develop and hone these relationships. And what, and another reason I brought up my father is because I know you yeah. through him. Yes. And so, we, we've oh been my goodness. working together and I've been advertising in the paper and I just have a lot of respect for your dad and it was a sad loss. So, well, I, I thank you. And I always, um, Remember, he always would go visit you, and even if it wasn't an ad, he'd come by and he'd take the paper. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'd be with him, and and so it's wonderful to continue these relationships that I somewhat, and I would say, inherited through my father, but I had a chance to uh, take it even further in these types of uh, endeavors. And so I'm really happy that my dad set up a platform, not only for me and my family, but for the community in general. Mm-hmm. He set up the framework and he helped to have another uh, medium for the community to have a voice. And so now I really do see the importance of community media, something that's accessible to everyone in the community, you know, uh, without any, uh, you know, prejudice or that sort of thing. It's it's information. It's really important to have that and to have that free and fair 
yes. a balanced approach to get information out. Uh, so much of this information is just needed by people. And uh, so so often I hear from people that they just um, need these sources like this. So it's really great to have uh, to cooperate with you and to be part of this. Um, but I appreciate what you do to keep this going uh, because, you know, Lansing would be worse off without you. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. And, you know, it is a very rewarding work. And um, this is something that is funded off or funded by uh, sponsorship. So mm-hmm. yourself and, and you sponsoring, it helps to keep this going and so it's much appreciated that you can come and share you can tell people about what it is you do because even people that know of you and they see your face there's still some people that don't really know your functions from Mm -hmm. day to day so tell me a little bit about your position what you do and originally like why you ran for that particular position sure so um, yeah, I'm an elected city clerk. Not every city in Michigan has elected city clerks, mm-hmm. um, so uh, it's a slightly unique. Um, but I was elected uh, in 2005 the first time. Oh, wow. Okay. And uh, at the time, I was a county commissioner. I'd been on the county commission for uh, about a few years. Mm-hmm. And the county clerk, who was Mike Bryanton at the time, uh-huh. he had some actual concerns that that the city clerk at the time was not doing a very good job of running elections. Oh, really? So he encouraged me to consider it. I looked at it, and I had had a prior experience uh, that I understood how important the clerk's office was. Yes. Um, I had uh, lost a close election and, through some errors, wasn't able to do a recount. So I had that connection to the importance of it. So I decided to run. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did uh, beat an incumbent and uh, have been did reelected you? every time. Okay, tell a, a little bit about that. Now, you, when you say incumbent, let me know, like, ex- expand on what an incumbent is. So she had previously been elected. Uh, she had actually worked in the office for about 11 years, and then she was elected the clerk and served a four-year term as clerk. And so I ran against her uh, and oh, wow. beat her in, in the uh, November election of 2005 and took office January 1st of, of 2006. So it's been, it's going on 17 years for me. Look at that. So was it a jaw dropper that night? Were you like, oh. <laughs> Well, you know, I, I had a pretty good feeling. I, I was working really hard because I thought it was really important. I had a good team. I mailed out literature. I knocked on thousands of doors like candidates do. I talked about my message of making voting easier. Okay. And that was my focus. But I also understood there's other parts to the job, business licensing, mm-hmm. city council agenda and minutes I'm in charge of. Um, and I'm basically the, the record keeper for most city records. Okay. Uh, so there's a lot of responsibility there. Um, and some of those things have grown over the years. So you like keep track of like the meeting minutes for city city council meetings and and things and committee of the whole, those things. I, I, the one thing I don't keep is the city, is the council committees. I do the city council, but I also keep um, every appointed board and commission, like the board of water and light. They have to file their minutes with me. I keep a permanent record of that. I keep a record of the city's contracts, of the city's um, real estate transactions, so all kinds of records are, are housed with me, um, you know, it's, and the city has a lot, you know, so there's some that I don't, I don't keep, like, 
personnel files, thankfully. Oh, yeah. Well, um, yeah. yeah. But, well, but there's a lot. And that's good to know because I really didn't know that you kept all of that. So you talked a little bit about your responsibilities and the head of that, or would you say the, the center, the focus of that is the voter piece, correct? Exactly, yes. Okay, to what were you saying as far as that, highest, like, yeah. it on a, like a percentage-wise and with your uh, I'd responsibility? I'd probably say of my time, that's 70 to 80%. Oh, wow, that's, that's my big. My staff, man. pretty close to that, although, you know, the, um, my staff has a little bit more time devoted to business licensing and some other things. Okay, so... The elections that are that take place in the city, you're over these, right? Or the right. coordination of each voting poll, right? Okay. Uh, so, uh, and it's not just the election part is not just the elections. It's year-round voter registration. You know, people are moving in mm-hmm. and out of the city and yes. within the city, and people are turning eighteen and. Uh, People are um, moving out of state. And so move, constantly, this away. is changing. There's a constant in in and out and mm-hmm. moving of voters that, that we're processing and dealing with. And then it becomes a lot more focused when it comes to an election. And, you know, to everybody, the election is November 8th. Uh, okay. But we kind of started working on it the uh, day after the August primary, and, actually and, a little bit before that. So. And so it, it's a constant thing it's kind of like a a, an event planning type of deal but not okay yeah yeah. well it is i mean if you think about it you know um we'll have forty thousand people participating in the same event yeah i mean and And i'm I'm thinking about how many people you have to coordinate because you also have to hire people right every time they come and work for you it's like a rehire correct right we have to reassign them so for the for the polling places on election day you know we have several hundred workers and uh you know we have you know since it's not full time for them we have to like double check are you going to be available on that day or are you going to be in town on that day yes, you know, yeah are you still willing to work on and that and you're day? always are you wanting people to reach out to you year round to inquire about the process and we're always adding people to the list and then we you know we'll let them know okay we'll contact you usually you know 75 80 days before the election to Check on your availability for okay. election day. Figure out what training you need, if you've worked before or not. So um, the people that get on our list, you know, we automatically communicate with them. And mm-hmm. um, we do a lot of it by email now. So um, okay. it really helps uh, with uh, with getting responses and mm-hmm. they can reply electronically and we can get the data. Um, so that's really been helpful since we've made that shift. I, I do see that you're getting the message out, and I love the um, way that you promote uh, the voter registration, the early voting. And, and I say that to lead into the next thing I wanted to talk about, which is the souls to the polls on October 29th. Tell me a little bit about that, that concept and, and when you started that. So yeah, that's a really that's a really fun event, and this will be our third one. Uh, we started it during the COVID shutdown. Okay, um, you know, and we had to uh, we wanted to get voters through, uh, and we wanted to do it safely outside. So we started curbside service, and we thought if we threw an event, it would really help uh, bring people into our South Washington location. You know, there's ample parking there and, and the drive-through. So uh, so what we're doing is. Uh, uh, 
we encourage folks to bring their kids. It's on mm-hmm. it's on a Saturday. It's the um, 29th from 1 to 4 p.m. Nice. And uh, so you bring your kids, hopefully dressed up in a costume, and we have um, So it'll be like the, the trunk or treat? Will it it's, be, it's okay, and you can walk treat, through? So you, uh, so you actually drive through in your car, and the, there'll be... Um, booths set up in the parking lot that are giving out candy as nice. well as perhaps information about their organization for the adult who's driving the car. Um, and then if the if the adults uh, choose to, they can uh, come in, register, get okay. a ballot, um, one-stop shopping for uh, trunk or treating and okay. uh, getting your vote. So if I come there, do I have to wear a costume? You don't have to, no. <laughs> but, it, but it'd be <laughs> but fun, it's, huh? Yeah. It's encouraged for the kids especially. Oh, okay, okay. I, I might. Uh, well, my <laughs> son has a costume. He has. A, he's okay. going to be a T-Rex this year. Oh, but it, well, that sounds fun. <laughs> so, yeah, so that, that should be fun. So I, I will definitely come by to Seoul to the polls on October 29th. And so, I mean, I, I thank you for what you are doing. And before we take this break, I wanted to uh, – ask you how people can get in touch with you. Mm-hmm. So the easiest way um, is uh, calling my office, 483-4131. We're actually participating with the new Lansing 311, so you can actually call 311. They can answer a lot of the questions. And, and this is the information line, correct? The information yes, line yes. for the city of Lansing nice. that's been added. Um, or you can email city.clerk at lansingmi.com. Gov, G-O-V is in government, um, or you can go to our website. Um, but you know, we we are very responsive, and we respond to emails, uh, you know, pretty quickly, and try and get those things accomplished. Especially as we get yes. closer to an election, you know, we we mailed out uh, eighteen thousand ballots, um, and I do my best to communicate with the people who we've mailed about to to say, hey, it's on its way. If you haven't gotten it, let us know. So yes. Um, Yes. Well, and, and, I, and I thank you for what you're doing to raise awareness about voter voting and voter registration and then and tying in an element where the family can come out and enjoy it and, and do it in the safest way possible. So I thank you for that. And I'm sure that those in the community thank you for the third annual Trunk or Treat. You all, you all should come on out. And uh, if you're not registered to vote, please register to vote. Uh, it is important to vote. It it is your voice. Local elections are very important because you get to help make those decisions by the people you vote for. With that being said, we're going to go to a short break, but I want to remind you that you're listening to Giannis Jackson. I'm your host of the Sunday Chronicle, heard every Sunday at 7 a.m. on Stacks 92.1 FM. This is the platform for the community because community knows what community needs. We'll be back after this. At Lansing Community College, I'm learning for my future. LCC offers one and two year pathways to careers in healthcare, IT, manufacturing, and other professional trades. More than 500,000 professional trades jobs will need to be filled in Michigan by 2026. So I know I'm learning for a great career. I belong at LCC. You belong here too. Visit lcc.edu slash you belong and enroll today. Out of the darkness comes a new dawn. The three-time Grammy Award-winning sensation Soweto Gospel Choir returns to North America with an all-new show. 
hope. It's been a long time coming. This rousing concert commemorates South Africa's freedom movement and the civil rights movement in the United States. Don't miss the Soweto Gospel Choir. Coming to Wharton Center, Saturday, October 22nd. For tickets, visit wartoncenter.com. I'm the type to dance to her very own beat. Ask me where I am, probably somewhere singing. Around my way, they call me Jingle Queen. Because I sing about everything. I just do it, Nike. Have it your way, Burger King. Snap, crackle, pop, go Rice Krispies. Maybe it's me. You should call me the Jingle Queen. When you're in need of dope melody. You should call the Jingle Queen when you're in need. You should call me, call me the Jingle Queen. Oh, you should call the Jingle Queen. www.lorepen.com. That's L-A-U-R-E-P-E-N.com. And welcome back to the Sunday Chronicle. I'm your host, Giannis Jackson. Heard every Sunday morning at 7 a.m. on Stacks 92.1 FM. This is the platform for community because community knows what community needs. I'd like to thank you for being here again today. Today, my special guest is Lansing City Clerk Chris Swope. His office has sponsored this show, and so I thank him. I thank him for what he's doing in the city and helping us to get message uh, the message out to voters and to the residents of Lansing that it is very imp- important to vote. And if you haven't voted, make a plan to vote. You can vote at home. You can vote early or you can vote on November 8th. There are so many different ways to register to vote. And so, um, Chris, tell me about uh, some of the deadlines and some of what we will be voting for in this election. Sure, sure. So, um you can still register to vote by mail right okay. now. Okay. Um, and up until two weeks before the election, uh, you can do that. Or you can uh, actually uh, register online if you have a Michigan driver's license or ID at uh, michigan.gov slash vote. Oh, you can do it uh, online. Do it online, yes. So no um, excuses, right? That's and that, right. And that's the right. mail-in date, the deadline is the 25th of October. Well, the, the right? deadline's the 24th. It has to be postmarked or you okay, have to has to be then. postmarked then by the 24th. Starting on the 25th, you can still register up to and on election day, but you have to come in person to the clerk's office. And we have two locations uh, right now. We have 2500 South Washington and 124 West Michigan City Hall. But starting on the 25th, I'm excited to announce that we're adding a third location for that last two weeks before the election. Oh, really? Okay, and where's that? That's going to be at the Foster Community Center over on the east side. Yes. That okay. one is going to have some different hours. It's just going to be from 1 to 6. Okay. Uh, you know, we're, we're figuring the east side. We've got all those new um, apartment complexes yes, yes. Um, over there, the Red Cedar development. So we want to um, help you know, the MSU students or, you know, anybody in the east side neighborhood, but it's really open for anybody. Okay. And it's going to have that extra hour every day 
uh, for the last two weeks that, that you can get in if, if getting there by five is, is helpful. And, and that's great that you can provide that extra location. So if someone's closer to that one, mm-hmm. they can go there to make it a little more convenient. Or you maybe know? they work over there and they live. Yeah. Some, but, you know, for some people, that'll be more convenient. It spreads us out a little bit. So we've got a central uh, uh South Washington is kind of the south side, and then yes. we've got an east side. So we're excited to have that. Um, and uh, those locations will all be open uh, on Election Day as well. So you can do your last-minute register um, on Election Day and, and get your ballot. So uh, if you um, are already registered and want a ballot mailed to your home, uh, that deadline is the Friday before uh, the election. That's the November um, 4th. Uh, so... Still time to do that. Um, And then I want to mention that we will be open at the South Washington location, not just for trunk or treat, but we'll be open longer that day. We'll be open eight hours. We'll be open um, from 10 to 6 that day and then November 5th and 6th right before the election. So lots of opportunities uh, for, for you to come in and vote. And then let me just roll right into you asked about what's on the ballot. So we've got the governor's race all the way down to county commission. We have the first ward city council, uh, the partial term. Um, but we've also got some really important proposals. Uh, we've got a term limits proposal. Um, we've got uh, abortion rights. And then I really want to focus on a voting rights proposal that will really expand voting rights here in Michigan. Okay. Uh, that's co- proposal two. Proposal two. And tell me a little bit about proposal two. So one of the things that it would do, a lot of folks are on our permanent absentee voter list. And what that all that means is they get an application. Proposal two would actually allow them to sign up to get a ballot automatically mailed. They won't have to redo an application every year. Oh. So it'll save a step for them. It also establishes nine days of early voting where you can come to the clerk's office ahead of the election, fill out your ballot, and actually put it in a tabulator so you can see the machine take your vote and count it. So um, it, it's it's really important. It also um, enshrines uh, the voter ID requirements mm-hmm. that we have in current law. Yes. It also uh, adds voter protections for our military voters that their ballot, if they have it postmarked by election day, we will count their vote. And for our military men and women, we think that extra protection is needed. Yeah, and that's so important. And Mm -hmm. it's good to take into account these things because it helps to to serve a more diverse community. And even Mm -hmm. when we have people deployed and overseas and in different states, they're still a part of this community and, they, and some choose to vote here. So to extend that um, is, is really good that you can think about that and continue to implement um, strategies and, and policies to make voting easier, more accessible. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what we need today. Things are changing. And so um, I'm happy to see that uh, the city clerk is uh, changing things and, and moving and ref- being a reflection of, of what we need to see as far as um, the changes in our, our world around us, our mm-hmm. voting world. I think right? it's important. I, you know, people live differently than they did when some of our voting laws went into place. So, you know, the fact that uh, we used to have one day, 13 hours, you had to pick a time during that day. And if you had a job where, you know, you couldn't count on that, it was a little bit iffy, um, you might not be able to vote at the last minute. Um, you know, now we've got uh, everybody has a right to vote by absentee ballot already under 
the 2018 amendment to the Constitution. Um, and so many more people have been able to participate since then. Now with this early voting provision of Proposal 2 passes, um, we're really just set to, to make voting more convenient. And so many other states already have some of these rights. Some of these, uh, early, there's states that have had early voting for decades. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we're, Michigan has always been ahead of the curve on some things, but we're also behind the curve on others. And I want to see us move forward. Well, well, thanks for helping us to continue to bridge that gap, especially in the area of voting and, and voting rights and whatnot. Um, but with that being said, our time is growing near. So I want to thank you for being here. I want to thank you for what you're doing and sponsoring this show. Thank you. Thank you. And thank you for wearing that nice necklace. It's so I, I could not. I can't like. Are we going to have to take a selfie so we can post it? Of course. It with the of course. And that is like my favorite part of the show, of course. So I just I couldn't close out without saying how stylishly dressed you are in your shirt. So with that being said, people, I want to thank you for being here today for this conversation. Uh, my name is Giannis Jackson. I I'm your host of the Sunday Chronicle, heard every Sunday at 7 a.m. Coming from Stacks 92.1 FM, this is the platform for the community because community knows what community needs. Make it a great day. Out of the darkness comes a new dawn. The three-time Grammy Award-winning sensation Soweto Gospel Choir returns to North America with an all-new show. Hope, it's been a long time coming. This rousing concert commemorates South Africa's freedom movement and the civil rights movement in the United States. Don't miss the Soweto Gospel Choir. Coming to Wharton Center, Saturday, October 22nd. For tickets, visit whartoncenter.com. At Lansing Community College, I'm learning for my future. LCC offers one- and two-year pathways to careers in healthcare, IT, manufacturing, and other professional trades. More than 500,000 professional trades jobs will need to be filled in Michigan by 2026. So I know I'm learning for a great career. I belong at LCC. You belong here too. Visit lcc.edu slash you belong and enroll today. I'm the type to dance to her very own beat. Ask me where I am, probably somewhere singing. Around my way, they call me Jingle Queen. That's L-A-U-R-E-P-E-N dot com.